0: pursue your purpose speak your truth deal with adult bullies cope with failure live beyond fear establish values set boundaries move past trauma these are all the themes in my amazon bestseller the smart girls handbook tribers get in close for 15 years i have been searching for a book that didn't exist so i am thrilled to share that i decided to write it the smart girls handbook is available to buy now from wherever you get your books and also in canada the united states of america new Zealand and Australia. Everything we do is a response to something you have asked for and girl, have you been begging me for a book for years who is it for you the reviews are outstanding the press has been phenomenal and I am overwhelmed by the amazing support it has had already this isn't my book but our book I realized after my talks around the world women would be queuing for hours just to ask me one question I didn't want them to just walk away but to have a tangible source to have forever and this is it this is refreshing never before read content that will inspire motivate empower inform form and entertain you. It's full of my personal development tips that have got me living as my most authentic and highest self, literally glowing from within. My most vulnerable moments and hilarious stories that will resonate with you. The Smart Girl's Handbook is a celebration of womanhood and the book missing from your library. So grab your copy today, tag me on Instagram at smartgirltribe and I will send you an exclusive gift just to say thank you. Hello everybody, welcome back to the Smart Girl Tribe podcast. This is a short and sweet insight into living as your most authentic self, especially as a woman. This episode isn't one of our deepest but don't worry it is still as informative and interesting. Our conversation ranges from women and Christina Aguilera to inner child work and the trauma of actually being born. So it's really interesting and I'm delighted to share Shan's work with you as a meditation teacher. Thank you so much, Shan, for being on the podcast today. It's great to have you here. We are obviously focusing on becoming your most authentic self. I feel that we are almost born as little balls of energy of love when we are born and we are our most true selves. But then there's almost an impact on us and what I would love to know is what is the impact up until that point for example I know that birth can actually have an effect on our anxiety levels is there anything else that has an impact on us in the lead up to actually being born
1: that's a really interesting question I would like to say yes although I don't actually know the scientific evidence for it But I can imagine that even like the thoughts of women, you know, being pregnant and kind of like transferring that to the baby could even maybe have an effect. And I know that, you know, some people have really traumatic experiences like being born and some things don't really go as smooth as it could do. So, yeah, I think that could have an effect as well. However, it's funny because... I apparently was like the easiest birth ever. ever. I was like a two hour labor. I actually apparently came out smiling, which I just find absolutely hilarious. Like what, what baby comes out smiling? And so to that extent, it's like, how can I blame like my anxious thoughts on that? I just, for me, I don't think it came from there. I think It came a lot further down the line. And I do know that. I know it developed down the line. And so, yeah, I I would say yes to answer your question. But also, I think a lot of it gets developed a lot later down the line.
0: And then as women, we are taught so much about people pleasing and Being a good girl it's the system that we are in so why do you think it is important to rebel from that
1: yeah this is funny I'm like a recovering people pleaser so I I get it trust me I really do get it and the thing is true happiness can't come from people pleasing like how often you know do you do something to please someone else but the detriment of yourself you know it's just not okay when we think about it and it's not even about rebelling but it's just about stopping doing that and just being conscious of like you know taking your own power away because you know it's it's it comes down to not listening to yourself if you're doing something to please someone else yeah you're just not listening to like that inner voice inside of you and I think it can't lead to good I really don't think it can yes you can help people out like the goodness of your heart and that's great and that could please someone and that's totally different but if it's coming from yeah just pleasing someone at the cost of yourself then it's a no-no stop, stop doing that
0: <laughs> and do you think it's natural for women to be nurturing and maternal or again do you think that This is something that is put on us.
1: I would say that it's really relative to the person. I think if you feel like you're nurturing maternal, then like own it. And if you don't, then, you know, embrace that too. I understand the societal pressures that, you know, women are expected to be mothers. They're expected to have children. There's a lot of expectations even to get married. But at the same time, if that's not what you want to be doing, if it's not what feels right for you, then I would say embrace that. Um, And that's just all about being true to who you are at at the end of the day.
0: There is a lot that is put on women in particular, i.e. people pleasing, the idea of being a good girl, just to name a few, and also the idea that you're going to be rescued or saved I mean this is part of the patriarchal society that we are obviously in at what age would you say that as women we are fully hardwired if you like and that everything that we have ever been taught is firmly part of our belief system
1: I would say from a very very young age I remember there was one time for me where I must have been in like reception maybe so how old are we then like really young I think under five and I remember having this um competition with one of the boys who could drink their milk quicker because you know you got milk like during break during those days in school and I remember like I was really close to like finishing my milk first that I could have beat the boy And then for some reason, I just felt like I had to like, stop what I was doing and like let the boy win. And so it's really interesting to think back to that point and think, why did I feel like I I could, for something so small, why did I feel like I couldn't have been like, you know, the winner in that situation and let the boy take over? So I would say from a very young age, I don't know if it's different for everybody, but I think school probably shapes you a lot in that sense. And um, yeah, I think we pick it up from our environment, from our parents, from everything. We're conditioned from a very young age.
0: How do you think this hard wiring prevents us from being our most authentic selves?
1: I think that it's conditioning. So this is like, you know, we're putting layers on top of who we are and they're not an essential part of who we are you know like all this conditioning for example you know just having to be a certain way do a certain thing you know there's these expectations that after school you might go to uni then you get a job uh, like you get married you have children whatever you know these step-by-step rules and conditionings of society but you know, at the end of the day, they're not, they're not for everybody to even follow in that order or do at all. So I think that it takes a lot for you to stand true in yourself and be like, no, but this is the path that I'm going on. And it looks different to everyone else's and that's fine, but it's true to who I am.
0: And I know a lot of women has have said that getting in tune with our feminine energy can bring us back to our most authentic selves. How exactly does that work?
1: Yeah, so if we look at the feminine energy in, in the healthy aspect, it's about like being intuitive, being compassionate, you know, it's kind of like that nurturing quality Whereas on the flip side of the negative feminine energy is kind of like being codependent, needy and, you know, inauthentic. So we all have feminine energy and masculine energy inside of us. And it's about balancing that. So, you know, if you notice that you're out of balance and you know, you're not, you're not feeling too good in yourself, you're needing kind of like exterior validation for yourself that's when you know that you're not aligned. So it's like, okay, how do I get back into my own body? And, you know, we all have intuition. Every single one of us has intuition. So it's like, how do I follow that compass that's kind of like built within me instead of, you know, going from what whoever says what to me, you know, like my friends. It's okay to get advice from your friends. It's great, but... the end of the day follow what you want to do it's not what your friends think you should do or your parents think you should do or society think you should do it's getting back into your body and just trusting yourself and owning that
0: on average when women who are struggling with authenticity come to you what is the most common challenge that you find women are tackling
1: owning their voice and it makes me feel a bit sad to think that so many women need to do this and you know I have been included in that myself like I've had coaching for owning my voice too so I do get it and you know it just makes me think that there's so many women out there that could be doing so much in the world and they're just not doing it because they're too scared to speak up or they just don't believe they're good enough to be saying like what's what's on their heart so that's, that's one of the biggest things that people come to me
0: about. What do you say to those women?
1: I help them get in touch with themselves. You know, it's not about me telling them what to do. It's about you trusting what's inside yourself and kind of just, it's showing them the energy that they can step into. You know, we might not be happy with where we're at right now and that's fine. We can acknowledge that. But it's, it's showing them that it doesn't have to be that way and that there's a new space that you can step into and really just trust and let go.
0: And what are some questions that we can ask ourselves to reach that most authentic version of us?
1: Yeah. So for me, I would say that it's seeing what you're doing. For example... I used to, you know, straighten my hair loads and wear makeup, and that's fine, absolutely fine. But are you doing it out of an insecurity? Or are you doing it out of a genuine love for wearing makeup and you know, straightening your hair? And so it's kind of noticing you can, okay, am I doing this out of insecurity? Am I doing this out of people pleasing? Am I doing this out of fear? Or on the flip side, am I doing this out of love and you know? authenticity so the questions that you can ask yourself are you know am I doing this to be true to myself or is it taking me away from that
0: on the whole do you think anyone ever wakes up and thinks okay this is me I have gone through the process and now I am my most authentic self
1: I would say that it's going to always evolve um For me I've definitely got to a point in myself where I can be like okay on the majority I'm really being true to myself whereas me 10 years ago I was definitely not you know I really let anxious thoughts rule who I was and let other people's opinions matter more than my own and I was a big big people pleaser. So I think you can get to a certain point where you look back and you're like, wow, you know, I'm like 10 times the version of what I was back then in terms of authenticity. But I think it will be a lifelong journey. And I think that's the beauty of it as well. Just going deep into who you are as a person and and uncovering all those different layers and, you know, just stripping back to who you truly are.
0: How many people do you think are currently walking around inauthentic?
1: majority of people I would say and I think that comes from it's, it's outward expectations you know it's society it's it's everything telling you who who you should be how you should dress what's the most beautiful way to be looking or how much money you should be earning by 20 or 30 years old and I think I think that that takes us away from our true timeline. And so, yeah, I would say the majority of people just genuinely aren't happy in themselves and aren't being true to themselves.
0: For someone who is maybe struggling to live a life that is true to themselves, Mm -hmm. what are some things that they can be doing? Are there any activities they could be carrying out to help question that and bring out their true self?
1: Yeah, one thing that I've always relied on is yoga. And, you know, I've moved quite a lot. I've lived in quite a few different countries, had a a lot of ups and downs. And the one thing that I think really centers you is yoga. You know, you can really get inside your body and it's really a holistic experience because it, it literally is mind, body, soul. Like as cringy as it sounds, it's it's everything. It's the whole trio. And also another thing that majorly, majorly, majorly helps is meditation. And this, this is really a life changer. Like if anyone's not doing this, I started doing this first um properly in the first lockdown that we had. I think that was in March. Because I just woke up every day, went straight on my phone. Like my mind was just going like a million miles per hour, but not in the right direction. And I started doing just five minutes of meditation every morning. And the benefits of that are just, it really transforms your life. Like everything can kind of slow down and you can kind of take more of a backseat from everything that's going on in your mind and also it has a knock-on effect to the people around you because if you're like more centered and more grounded and in yourself a you're more grounded and more present with everything that's going on but b you can kind of have that knock-on effect with the people that are around you and they can kind of like pick up on that energy too so yeah there's only 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 benefits no drawbacks from from meditation that's what I truly believe
0: and do you think that we need to look back to move forward or can we become our most authentic selves without looking back into our past and skipping it and just focusing on the future
1: yeah so this is an interesting one Because I think partly of being true to yourself is acknowledging the thoughts that are in your head and if you're following them. And if it's, you know, if it's working for you, great. If it's going to a place where, you know, you want to be and you're happy, that's great. But at the end of the day, we have have thousands of thoughts a day. And so if we followed all those thoughts, I tried to think where I would end up in. (laughs) But, you know, it's kind of like, those thoughts aren't really an essential part of who we are. So for example, sometimes I get anxious thoughts and it's like, oh, can I post on social media? What are people gonna think of me? But what I mean by that not being an essential part of who I am is I wasn't born with those thoughts and I'm not gonna die with those thoughts either. And so it's saying to yourself, is that truly me? Is that real? The answer is gonna be no and you know if you if you're gonna have those thoughts it's almost like okay so if you're gonna have those thoughts you're gonna have those feelings that go with those thoughts which is anxiety and you're gonna act on those thoughts but it's like you know on the flip side what other thoughts could you be giving yourself or or even taking as your own that could benefit you in life and like just put you in a different space energetically and actually help you. So yeah, I think everything stems from thought and that's that's where we should be most conscious of where our behaviours are coming from, if that makes sense.
0: And what do you think the relationship between our inner child is with being our most authentic selves? I
1: get it. I do get it. I don't know if it's necessary to delve into that. Like I have to in a child work myself and I know that it can be helpful but I also think there's a different route that you can take which is just way more easier and like I said that kind of just goes back to monitoring what thoughts you have and you know seeing if they work for you or not and if they don't then you know where you need to go if that makes
0: sense. Mm -hmm. And would is there anyone who you would say is well known or maybe famous who you would say, oh, they are living their most authentic life? They're their most authentic self. Or even is there anyone who you maybe look up to on social media or in your own life who you think is doing exactly that? Yes.
1: Yeah, so for me since like the age of seven, it's always been Christine Aguilera. She's just always, you know, for for what I know of her as a performer, you know, she speaks with soul, she sings with soul, like everything she does is from like that place in her heart and, and, you know, she does things knowing that there may be backlash, but that's her being true to herself. And I think that it takes guts. It takes real guts to do that. And so she's been a huge inspiration for me since a very, very, very young age.
0: Of course, you have heard the quote, life isn't about finding yourself, but creating yourself. Do you agree with that, Shan?
1: Hmm, That's an interesting one. To an extent. So I feel like the way that I live my life is is now at this moment in time kind of like unconditioning and unlearning and undoing everything that I've been taught that doesn't feel true to me. So, so I guess once everything's kind of stripped back then, hmm, good question. So, So um, it's like a yes and a no for me, because I believe in stripping back, like I just said. But also, I do believe that you can create, you know, who you want to be. And I think that there's infinite possibilities really for you to create for yourself. And quite often we can get stuck in the mind and think that we've got a set future for ourselves. But I really do believe that you can create something completely different to what's going on in your head right now. So yes and no is the answer.
0: I also end the podcast with two questions. The first being, what is your favourite quote or the mantra you live by?
1: Yeah, it's quite funny because I steal this one from Nike, but it's just do it. Like, again, we can get so stuck in our heads and, you know, think, oh, my God, what they are going to think of me? Should I really be doing this? Blah, blah, blah i said like, just do it <laughs>
0: just get out your head just do it and then you'll you'll know and what podcasts or books on authenticity would you recommend to our audience
1: so i love 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 women of impact they're also on youtube uh so many inspirational women on there just really t- telling their stories and being so authentic and um just being really real so that's for the podcasts And for books, um, I would recommend The Inside Out Revolution by Michael Neon. So this one speaks about how everything comes from like thought, mind and consciousness. And so this is kind of what I was saying before, how it's, I don't think it's necessary to delve into, you know, our inner child or why we are the way that we are. It's kind of just okay, here I am right now, it's like noticing the thoughts that we have and how they play such a role in our life. So those are two big things that I recommend.
0: Thank you so much, Shan, for coming on to the podcast today. It was great chatting to you about all things authenticity. And you've really made me think about the thoughts that I'm currently having, and where they're stemming from. So thank you for that. Thank you for listening to the Smart Girl Tribe podcast. I am your host, Scarlett V. Clark, award-winning founder and CEO of Smart Girl Tribe, the UK's number one female empowerment organisation, host of this top-rated podcast, the Smart Girl Tribe podcast and author. You are my community, my family, so come and follow along for more female empowerment and personal development in our private Facebook group, the Smart Girl Tribe Society, or on Twitter or Instagram at Smart Girl Tribe.